Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi babe, what's up? How are you? I hope you're having an amazing week. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I cannot believe that I have officially been in New York for a year and that my birthday is coming up at the end of this week. It's wild. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast, but it still is just mind-blowing how quickly time seems to be flying these days. And I feel like it can be difficult to get a grasp on time unless you are aware and present. And I wanted to chat to you today about the importance of awareness for many reasons, but also because I just had the final call for the Yoga Inspired Life program. The current cycle just came to an end on Sunday and awareness came up because I think it's one of the most important pieces of the puzzle of transforming your life and also getting the most out of life. The general definition of awareness is quite literally knowledge or perception of a situation or fact, but there are three different types of awareness. Peripheral awareness, which is the ability to physically see objects and moving targets that are not in your central line of vision. Sensory awareness, which is the direct focus on some specific sensory aspect of the body or outer or inner environment. And then we have self-awareness, which is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And I'm sure this probably goes without saying, but just for the purposes of getting us all on the same page, when I'm speaking to you about awareness, I'm referring to self-awareness. And your level of awareness is measured by your ability to focus on and objectively evaluate yourself and how your actions, emotions, and thoughts do or don't align with your core beliefs. I actually got a comment from someone in response to episode 141, which was about intuition. And you know what? I'm just going to read you the comment slash question and share my thoughts on it because I think it'll kind of tie into today's episode. So the comment says, I listened to your podcast on intuition and wanted to see what your thoughts are on intuition versus having various thought patterns because of past experiences. For example, people may intuitively feel they need to pull away from someone, but they may have an anxious attachment style and following your gut instinct may not always lead to the best outcome. Instead, they need to work on their attachment style. And my initial thought when reading this comment was this is where self-awareness comes into play, right? This is where awareness comes into play because we all have limiting beliefs or past experiences that have shaped us in some way, shape, or form. And typically, beliefs that are limiting in some way don't serve us in a positive way. And honestly, it's impossible for me to give a blanket answer to this question because I am not 
in your body, right? I have not lived your life or experienced the things that you have experienced and the ability to know the difference between a limiting belief slash past thought pattern and your intuition in you is something that only you can know and uncover. But what I will say is this, when you tap into self-awareness and you do the work and get radically honest with yourself, the difference between the two will start to become more clear. And in the moments when it doesn't feel clear, it's important to put on your detective hat, if you will, and get curious. Okay, because for me, I can think of instances in the not so distant past where I have reacted from a place of being triggered. The traumatized version of me has reacted. It was not grounded or rooted in my intuition. And I think that happened because I reacted instead of taking time to respond from a grounded, intentional, aware place. The more awareness you have around your limiting beliefs, which is something that we cover in depth in the Yoga Inspired Life program, and the more clarity that you have around your core beliefs, as well as the more clarity you have around what triggers you and what your pain points are and your trauma, the more awareness you'll have around those thought patterns and behaviors, which will give you the opportunity to hit the pause button when you recognize those thoughts or feelings coming up. Because your intuition is a deep inner knowing that is there to support you. It's there to support you living your best life. And I think conversations around awareness and intuition and triggers and all of this stuff is rather nuanced. I don't think that these things are so black and white, but I can also say that I think deep down, once you've done the work, and when I say work, I mean working on your limiting beliefs, working on your triggers, working on your trauma, getting curious, etc. When you've done that work, you know when you are reacting from a past pain point or triggered place deep down, or when you're taking a guided step from your intuition. You may not know it in the moment, but if you give yourself time and space to explore it, I think that you'll come to a clear conclusion, which is why practices like meditation and journaling and any practice that is going to help support you in slowing down and turning inwards and helping you lean into self-reflection is so important because you have to learn how to mind the gap. This is a concept that I talk about in the Yoga Inspired Life program, but it's essentially giving yourself a gap of time to process and get curious about what's coming up before just reacting or at best, responding. I think a lot of people want to ignore the things that trigger them and ignore the shadows that all of us have within us and they want to ignore them because it's uncomfortable to look at these things. But awareness is power. Once you have awareness over these things and awareness around your limiting beliefs, then you can start to teach yourself to understand the difference. But if you're unwilling to do this deep and sometimes dark work, then yeah, it's going to be really hard to know the difference between your intuition and a negative thought pattern or behavior that's not serving you. It's the difference between being aware and present and being on autopilot. And this takes practice. And I don't really want to dive too deep into attachment styles because this is not what this episode is about, but just for further context and to kind of color this episode a little bit more. I know that I have an anxious attachment style. I have done and continue to do the work around my attachment style. So when I recognize these patterns come up, instead of being on autopilot and reacting like I used to, 
I'm able to sit with it and call it by name and recognize that this isn't my intuition. This isn't my highest self. This is a pattern of behavior that doesn't serve me anymore. And I don't need to identify with this narrative anymore. Right. But 10 years ago, before I had done the self-discovery work and done work around my limiting beliefs, and when I was living on autopilot, well, actually, even then, to be honest with you, I still had a deep intuitive knowing. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I did. I knew deep down that something wasn't right, but I was choosing to do it anyway. I can still clearly remember seeing and feeling and knowing the difference between the triggered choices I was making and my intuition, but I chose to ignore my intuition because I didn't trust myself, because I didn't have a strong relationship with myself or a deep understanding of why I was doing the things that I was doing. I was just doing that because they felt easier and more comfortable to do than to trust my intuition and myself. And all of this comes back to self-awareness and a strong relationship with yourself. This is quite literally the basis of the Yoga Inspired Life program. And awareness is uncomfortable for a lot of people because we can sometimes discover things that we'd rather ignore. I think that there's this fear of responsibility that comes with awareness because when you know better, you should do better. And once you know better, it's hard to keep doing the thing that's not in alignment because you're like, ugh, now I know. Now I know that this isn't serving me. So sometimes it's just easier to ignore it. But awareness is power. Please believe me, awareness is power. And when you figure out what your starting point is, and you have clarity around your limiting beliefs and core beliefs, and you're doing what you can to stay present and in the moment, and you're doing the work, then you can create a plan of action for yourself moving forward and moving through those uncomfortable moments where you're feeling disconnected from your truth. But that can only happen with curiosity and practice and a dedicated self-discovery practice. So how do we start to have more self-awareness? How can we start to objectively evaluate ourselves and objectively evaluate whether or not our actions, thoughts, and or emotions are in alignment with our core values or not, right? Or our core beliefs. I actually just realized that I'm probably using those two words interchangeably, but they're the same thing. Core values, core beliefs, it's the same thing. Self-discovery work, self-reflection work journaling, meditation, getting still, a commitment to curiosity. You know, instead of judging yourself when you find yourself reacting or feeling triggered, instead of that judgment that might come up, at least for me, that's the first thing that comes up. I'm like, why am I freaking reacting in this way? This is so annoying. I should be over this or whatever it might be. Get curious instead. Huh. Interesting. That's really bothering me. Why is that bothering me? You know, can you take an objective, hard look at how you're feeling, how you're showing up in the world? I mean, the answer to this question of how can I start to build more self-awareness, it's this is everything that I teach in the Yoga Inspired Life program. And the reason I created a program was because it was too hard for me to just put in a DM or put in a short podcast episode, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it and it's not going to be for everybody. Again, like I said, a lot of people are going to avoid doing this type of work because it's not always the most comfy, but on the other side of the work 
is more freedom, more bliss, more self-awareness, and ultimately more peace. Life isn't perfect, but it's definitely more peaceful because you have more awareness around how you're showing up, how you want to show up, where you want to go, if what you're doing is helping you get to where you want to go and experience life in the way that you want to experience it, so on and so forth. So it's hard for me to know even what else to say at this point, because I feel like all of my teachings on this are in the program, you know, but again, if I were to give you one tip now that you can take away, it would be to start diving into practices and rituals that help you reflect and get still. Because if you're constantly distracted and running and ignoring the thoughts and feelings and actions that are coming up and putting things off till tomorrow and I'll deal with that later and I'll just stuff it down and I'm going to just repress it and I'm just going to ignore it. What you resist persists. It's not going to go away. Trust me. I've tried. (laughs) You got to face this stuff head on. The only way to start to build self-awareness is to make the brave choice to get radically honest with yourself. And it's not always the most comfortable, but there is so much power in making peace with not being perfect. I think the ego can have a hard time with self-awareness because we don't want to shatter the projection that we put out into the world of how we want people to perceive us. You know, We don't want to let the mask down. We don't want to break the facade, but it's like nobody's perfect. And actually, it's more stressful trying to be perfect than it is allowing yourself to be a work in progress. I felt so liberated when I started to deepen my self-awareness and when I started to get radically honest with myself and admit to myself that I'm not perfect. I don't know who I thought I was fooling, (laughs) but I was really trying. I was really trying. I was like, I'm just going to ignore all this heavy, sticky, dark stuff and nobody will know, you know, and maybe nobody did know who knows, but I knew and it did not feel good. It was like carrying a boulder up a steep hill every day. So the self-awareness came in and helped me knock that boulder off my back, right? And lighten my load and giving yourself grace to be a work in progress, I think will come in handy on this journey of self-awareness and self-discovery. Anyway, I know this was a little bit of a short episode, but that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much, and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.